You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, we are talking about 26 for Tyler. We'll get into what all of that means in just here in a second. But first, let me introduce to you my guest for this episode. He is a 2018 Purdue graduate. He is Patrick O'Donnell. Patrick, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm sitting down here in Florida enjoying a very frigid uh, 66 degrees. Uh, <laughs> just got back from Lafayette this past weekend with the holiday. So uh, definitely enjoying the warmer weather, but doing well. That's awesome. Well, hey, I take 66 right now, that's for sure. But I'm sure it does feel kind of cold down there in, uh, in Florida. But hey, glad you were got to be up here this past weekend. Did you get to go to the game or follow any of uh, the ac- athletic activities? We did. We were actually very excited. My family is uh, stationed up in Belpo. We're originally from Northwest Indiana, so spent the holiday with them and then got to drive down, catch some basketball on Friday and some football on Saturday. And, you know, lifelong Boilermaker, any chance you get to go back home is an awesome one. So it's funny, my family razzed me. I was a big basketball guy when I was up there. So I still uh, eight years consecutive in the Who's House video. They like to bug me about that one a little <laughs> bit, but it was awesome. Awesome being home. Great time to be a Boiler fan for sure. That's awesome. Hey, great to have another region guy. I'm from Hobart. So it's always fun to have a region guest on the podcast for sure, too. <laughs> 219 is everywhere. I know right. down here in Orlando as well. So I, I shouted him a little while ago. We were, we're everywhere. We're taking over the world. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Well, you kind of mentioned it there, but yeah, just talk about where you're from, Valpo, and, and how you got to Purdue. Yeah. So families of Valpo right now, originally from Highland, Indiana. Um, kind of grew up in that area my entire life and was surrounded by Boilermakers, aunts, uncles, cousins, pretty much everyone in our family was a Purdue person, so it was only natural that that was where I was going to end up. Um, played sports all throughout high school, got hurt like a lot of people do, um, and lucky for me, I had a great mentor at Highland High School, Patrick O'Haver, he's the athletic trainer there, who kind of pointed me in the direction of the athletic training program at Purdue. Um, lucky for me, it's an absolutely outstanding program. They send people all over the country for collegiate jobs, professional jobs, whatever it may be. Um, I was fortunate in my time there to work with the football program as well as wrestling and swimming and diving. Um, had some experience with the Indianapolis Colts as well. And all that kind of led me to do my grad school somewhere else, get a little bit more experience, um, which is kind of how I ended up at UCF. So my first two years here, I spent as a football graduate assistant working for their sports medicine department. Um, that wrapped up and luckily they wanted to keep me around just a little bit longer. So now I kind of hang out down here, um, working for the Knights as their athletic trainer for the baseball program. So. That's cool. Awesome. So graduate Purdue 18, correct? Uh, and then, correct. Uh, and what uh, program or what's the uh, major there? So it was a uh, major in athletic training through the department of health and physiology, college health and human sciences. Um, and then came down here, got my master's in physiology from university of central Florida in 2020. Awesome. And you mentioned athletic trainer is your title or role with UCF a baseball program. Yeah. So I think a lot of people kind of have an idea what we do. Like you see the guy run out there as soon as somebody gets hurt, that's kind of the mental image, but really we take care of point A to point B, like the entire scope. As soon as guys come in, taking care of their health needs, mental health needs, literally anything that pops up, we're the gateway to get them through. So I was really fortunate that Indiana has got a great athletic training history. And a lot of the folks at Purdue are absolutely stellar. Um, I was exposed to a lot of very cool things there. And if it weren't for that place, you know, all of us have ties to the university and we wouldn't be where we were if it weren't for them. So that's very true to this day. That's awesome. Uh, kind of a, just a fun, silly question here, you know, now, now working for UCF and having a graduate degree from there 
and of course uh all your ties to purdue does that make it i don't know if they've played each other in any sports in the last couple of years or not but does that make it difficult on who to to root for um we haven't played yet um i can tell you one thing i'll definitely be wearing black and gold so <laughs> we're we're very fortunate whenever i found out this is where i was gonna end up my first thing my mom said was like well your wardrobe's not gonna change too much and that is very true so um i'm very blessed to be down here i'm surrounded by awesome people who are very supportive of what i'm doing personally with the tyler trent research endowment and you know they've they've been absolutely stellar and it's an exciting time to be down here too with their move to the big 12 and you know just amazing support on both sides and very grateful to be involved with two great institutions that's awesome well you mentioned tyler trent so let's get into that that's why we're talking today uh the 26.2 i should say for for tyler the uh, marathon you're going to be running uh, down at uh, Walt Disney World in January. Let's talk, kind of talk about that. How you first started following uh, Tyler Trent's story? Sure. So like I said, I was involved with the football program when I was up at Purdue. Um, 2017 was my senior year when we made the Foster Farms Bowl run. Um, and that was kind of right as Tyler Trent was kind of coming into focus within the realm of Purdue. Um, camping out for Mission game and all that jazz, which you can read in the book. If you haven't read the upset, it's absolutely amazing. I see it sitting behind you on the desk right there. Um, there's my plug. Um, so met him in passing a couple of times. Um, my sister is a Purdue graduate as well. She graduated in 2019. Um, and her involvement with Purdue Dance Marathon and um, just kind of getting to be around those people and knowing those people, she came to be very close to Tyler and the Trent family. Um, got to know them as well. So um, fast forward a little bit to when I was down here, that's obviously um, the first year I was at UCF was the big Ohio State game. And he kind of became a national figure very, very quickly. Um, and people really got to know about him. And I have a bobblehead of him sitting on my desk. So occasionally I'll get guys walking in, asking questions, who's, who's the bald kid on your desk and <laughs> be able to tell his story and kind of share what a light he was to everybody at Purdue was, it's special. So um, after he passed, like I said, my sister was involved with PUDM. I was involved with the American Cancer Society Relay for Life when I was there. We've always kind of been somewhat focused on giving back. Um, but knowing how important this was to not just our family, but our whole community, um, and not even just the Purdue community, but the state of Indiana and now the nation, like he's a household name with regards to what he's done for cancer research. Um, I knew that that was kind of somewhere where I wanted to focus my efforts. So again, I only knew him in passing a couple of greetings here and there. Um, my sister was more fortunate to know him on a personal level. Um, got in contact with his family, who has been amazingly gracious throughout this entire process. Um, they've had my back since day one when we started this thing the first time around and just kind of got this thing going, tried to spread the word and try and do it a good thing. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. Um, I just love to hear anybody's connection to Tyler and just their story and get you know, follow. Obviously, anybody didn't know him before 2018 saw it on the national level, but it's always cool to see people who been kind of following from earlier on and just and throughout the process and have been inspired by him uh inspired enough that in 2020 you did this for the first time uh down in uh in florida uh talk about just doing that race for the first time running that distance and, and deciding hey this is who i'm running for uh, back in 2020 
Sure. So it, it's actually funny before this even came up, it's always been like a bucket list thing. Like you always want to do something really cool. And I don't know when along the line, I decided a marathon sounded good, but I had never been a runner to that point. Um, it's actually funny when I was in Lafayette this past weekend, my mentor, Doug Borsma, um, in the Purdue athletics department would always try and get us to run whenever we were on the road or doing something. And I only joined him once and he still hasn't let me live that down now that I moved away running full marathons, but um, <laughs> kind of decided, you know, I needed to do something for myself and try and find a way to get it done. So in the middle of the summer before the football season started in 2019 I said, you know what, let's, let's do it. Let's send it, see what we could do. Tried to train all the way through the season. And it was, it was unlike anything I've ever done. It's absolutely crazy kind of the process going through anybody who's run that sort of distance or any distance will tell you it's the best, worst decision you can ever make in your life. Um, so, yeah, we pushed all the way through. We ran it in January of 2020, right before the world shut down. Um, and it was unbelievable. It was the one day, like I said, it's probably 65, 64 outside, nice, cool, breezy. It was the only day that Florida decided it wanted to be 89 and 100% humidity in the middle of January. So on top of that being my first marathon, it was also probably the hottest one you could ever want to run. Um, but we finished and we were very fortunate. We had um, upwards of $3,000 in individual donations for the research endowment, which was matched um, by the university to bring it to a grand total of six grand, which was absolutely fantastic. And I was... I was beyond thrilled. I was happy if I got $5, $10, $100, but to be able to do that was amazing. That's phenomenal. I saw the pe pictures on Twitter of you with the, the cool uh, Mickey Mouse shaped signs uh, with uh, uh, running for Tyler and the pictures and stuff like that. Did, did you carry those during the run or is that post or pre-race? <laughs> uh... No, that was, that was a post-race. My, my family, God bless them. Um, <laughs> they've been tremendously supportive just through the entire thing and Everyone came down from Indiana and my sister, as crafty as she is, my mom, they made all these fancy signs. It was funny because on the backside, it was like a Disney character with whatever quote, like they had a Mandalorian, this is the way and all that jazz. And then each one on the back had something from Tyler, whether it was uh, the picture with the uh, Jim Valvano quote, don't give up, don't ever give up like that. That was kind of the mantra all the way through. So I uh, didn't run with them. But uh, that towel that's actually seen behind you, the Tyler Strong with T2, that was something that the folks at the Cancer Center sent down to me before in a little care package. And I carried that with me through the entire run. So he was with me the whole way, just not in giant green Mickey Mouse form. <laughs> no, that's really awesome. Yeah, especially yeah, just to be inspired to to run that, you know, even as hard as it is that you're doing it for a, a bigger cause than yourself, just to, to keep you going Will you run the whole thing or walk half of it or whatever. Just, to be able to complete that. It's something on my bucket list too. I've never uh, run that far of a distance either. I was a runner. So yeah, that's, that's, that's really awesome to say you completed it and then not only completed it, but did it for like a, such a great cause, like you said. So well, you mentioned- Absolutely. And trust me, there was a, there was a lot of walking involved on that one. You're not running the whole marathon in 86 degrees. So. <laughs> okay. Well, that's awesome. Well, you mentioned the 6,000 race last time, uh, hopefully with a little more publicity this time, you can even and top that, uh, top that uh, number from last time. Do you have a goal set for this year? I mean, ideally, if I can beat that, that would be spectacular. But realistically, it's anything that we can get. Um, unfortunately, just due to kind of the timing of things this year and COVID and getting in touch with people, restructuring, we got started a little bit later this year. Last time we started in July. 
Um, but still, we have plenty of time. The race is on January 9th of 2022. Um, so we have plenty of time to donate. Um, you'll see me on Twitter. We'll get to that later. But um, please feel free if any, anyone who has the means, take a look. Um, you can actually find us. Uh, we set up a website through Purdue. If you go to connect.purdue.edu forward slash S forward slash for the word for F-O-R Tyler Trent. Um, that's where you can cash in and make your donation. Um, it'll send you to a page on the research endowment um, where you can make a gift in honor of Tyler Trent. So if you put in memory or in honor of 26.2 for Tyler, they'll know that that's exactly where that should go. And all of these go completely to the organization, which is kind of why we wanted to go this route as well. So yeah. everything that's donated will go. And again, they're going to match us this year. So if we raise three grand, they're going to chip in another three grand for a total of six. So. That's awesome. That's, that's so cool. And for anybody watching this episode uh, on, on fox59.com or cbs4indy.com, below this interview, I will provide links for that as well. So kind of make it easy for you guys. Or if you're listening to this through normal audio platforms, um, you know, you can listen back to where he said to go. Or again, those links will be in the web article on our website uh, just to make it easy for you guys as well. Awesome, man. Uh, Jan January 9th, 2022. You mentioned where people can donate already. Uh, people want to follow you as well. You're on Twitter at POD underscore ATC. So if people want to just kind of follow Patrick's uh, journey as well. Uh, you can do that there and kind of see maybe some post uh, fun pictures there again or uh, follow his journey there. Do you know if um, people will be able to track you while you're running the thing? Yep. So as we get closer, they normally uh, post like a tracking thing through the local company that does it. So that'll be on Twitter too. Um, there are plenty of opportunities. Last year, I carried my phone through the entire event. So there will probably be a tweet or two from the course as well. But um, please feel free. Um, I'm excited to share this journey and try to get some more money for a great cause and share the same mission that Tyler was so passionate about. So That's awesome. Patrick, hey, thank you so much uh, for your time and sharing this up. Uh, the passion for cancer awareness and, and hopefully uh, just helping raise money to help find a cure and again carry on uh, Tyler's legacy as we're wrapping up anything else that you want to add Patrick nope just thank you all for your time um, again if you want to follow me that's pod underscore atc on twitter all the information will be there and it'll be in the show notes on the website and we appreciate literally anything five dollars ten dollars it could be a penny all of it goes to a fantastic cause so uh, yeah, looking forward to get this thing underway. It's awesome, man. Congratulations uh, just on what the efforts you've already made so far and just the continued efforts uh, you're doing as well. Thank you again for taking the time to join the Full Steam Ahead podcast and talk about this. Boiler up, man. Boiler up. Exciting time to be a Boilermaker for sure. <laughs> that is so true. And possibly going to be number one next week if we, we beat Iowa on Friday night. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. <laughs> if we beat Iowa Friday night, we're going to have a number one next to our name next week. That'd be awesome. Yeah, like I said, regardless of what happens, I'll be wearing black and gold. So. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Patrick, thank you so much for your time, man. All right. Thank you, Adam. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.